to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and today there is no guest for this episode. This is strictly me, so here is your chance to tune out now. Uh, no, actually, part of this episode, this episode is going to be slightly different. Um, part of this episode I recorded a while ago. I was, uh, I was a little behind and a little ahead on episodes, but I decided to save this, shift some things around, so um, certain things that are no longer relevant that were in this episode have been taken out, and there are things that are going to stay in. They are uh, like some discussions uh, with myself that I had, um, but I just wanted to do this episode as a quick um, how do I say it? Like just a quick pause on everything because it's been a while since I've addressed all of you, uh, personally and properly. And, uh, I just wanted to, to sort of pass some things along. Uh, if you remember last week's episode or episodes, cause there were two, but, um, episode 78 was the year and a half mark. And I was a little flustered because although I knew it was happening, I hadn't really prepared anything. And I said some thank yous and whatever. And of course, after the show, I prepared, uh, some words to say. And so, uh, if you'll all forgive me, I'm going to, um, re- I'm going to read the, the words out now. Uh, this is just something that I wanted to say. Uh, this is me just talking, not reading. This is something that I had wanted to say. I, I wasn't able to put it into words. And this is the problem with wanting to be a writer, but also wanting to just have things happen naturally and spontaneously because you, I'm not good at preparing things. I need to have the words in front of me. And um, basically, so here's, here's the speech and I can maybe expand upon it a little bit as I continue to go on. But here, here's the little speech that I have prepared. I'll try not to be sappy and I'll make this quick, but I just want to say a huge thank you to every single person. Well, it says reading this, but it's listening to this. Uh, from following all of the social media accounts to listening to the shows and even being on the shows from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Over a year and a half ago, I launched this journey and it's completely changed my life. I'm often very negative and I tend to ask myself why certain people won't be part of it. But then I push myself to remember all of you amazing people who are a part of it and have helped me over the last year and a half. I cannot put into words how much that means to me, although apparently I can. (laughs) Uh, You make me feel like it's all worthwhile. I could go on and on, but won't continue to waste your time. Just the biggest thanks and my undying gratitude. Here's to many more milestones. And this is actually something that I feel, again, as I, as I sort of said in the thing, I feel like I hear the negatives and the no's, the rejection a lot more than I hear the acceptance uh, yes, I will be on the show versus, uh, you know, several people. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying I completely understand why people say no. They don't have an interest in it. They have, you know, they, they feel that their anxiety would take over. The, you know, m- the answer I hear most often, though, is I don't like the sound of my own voice. 
not many people do like the sound of their own voice. There is like a scientific thing for that, but a little later in the episode, I'm going to read like a scientific thing. So I don't want to make this like a science episode. Um, but there is like a scientific thing to that as to why you don't like the sound of your own voice. But with all of that said, there are so many people who have said yes, and they have appeared on the various things that I do, and they continue to do so. And if I start naming names, I will forget certain people, and I don't want to leave anybody out. But if you're a regular listener, you know who some of the regular guests are, so you know how much those people are willing to say yes, and you may not even know who the people are who say no. And going forward with several things that I'm trying to do with the Clock Shelves brand, uh, and I do have some some ideas for stuff, you know, I'm excited to see who continues to say yes. And that includes you all, the listeners, the people who continue to say yes. You continue to listen to the episodes, whether it's Paul and All or Lost with Friends or Wrestling Renegades, whether you like any of those things or not. I've made some new friends recently and they don't even like wrestling. They, some of them never did, but they retweet, they, re, or they share on Facebook, they like the posts, they like the things on Instagram and all of that because that's, you know, it's, it's all, it's, a community. I, at least that's what I think of it as. It's a community and it's friendship and it's people helping people out. And that's what I, what I love about the people that I, that I keep in my life is people who just, I feel like we all together try to cultivate, uh, you know, like it's, and it's very strange because I don't, I'm not going to get political or anything. I don't like communism, but I like communism when it comes to like creativity and lifting people up. I feel we need to do all of that sort of thing more. We need to be friendlier with each other and we need to, to just help each other out with whatever it is that people are working on, whether it's something creative, whether it's something personal. And again, a little bit of that I'll get into with the whole sciencey thing that you'll hear in a little bit. Um, so that's that, uh, I could go on and on, but as I said in the little statement, I won't bore you or waste your time. That's point number one. Uh, here's point number two. Uh, I put up a poll on Facebook and Twitter and I shared it on the Instagram account, basically directing people to the Facebook and Twitter. And, uh, I was thinking recently about uh, some stories that I could tell from my life that I've never told on the podcast before. And I was thinking about things that have happened to me. And I happened upon two things that I thought were both, uh, both stories can be compelling. They can be funny. They can be interesting. They could have some shock moments. And so I decided to put them into a poll, which would people rather see the concept of, and these things both legitimately hundred percent happened to me. I didn't make them up. Despite the fact that people seem to think one is way more believable than the other, and I know this because it's people that I've asked in person, uh, escaping a felony charge or twice being locked in portajons, And that was the one that when I told people, I said, these things happened to me, they said, oh, not the first one. Meaning the second one, twice locked in portajons, 
That's clearly believable that that would happen to me. But apparently, escaping a felony charge, not believable, I guess? Don't know. Very strange. Uh, I guess I, I guess I guess my my image that I'm trying to cultivate of bad boy doesn't quite come off the way that I uh, have always intended it to. Uh, but the winner, of course, was and I, I announced this. Uh, well, clock shelves the accounts uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter announced that it's the escaping a felony charge, and that's going to be in something very special coming up. I'm not going to say what it is. Certain people are aware of it already. Certain people know because I've talked to them about certain plans that I have for all of this stuff. Um, But make sure you stay tuned to this podcast and the social media accounts and things like that for when that story comes out. Um, Okay, so that's thing number two. Thing number three, uh, I talk in a little bit about um, free fall. I'm gonna, gonna, there's going to be a clip about that. I don't quite remember what I say. I don't know if this was from before I recorded with Zach or if it was from after I recorded with Zach. But as of right now, um, well, you know what? I'll let it play however it plays. And uh, But I am going to say this, that uh, based off of the things that I am doing, the continuing of the podcast and things like that, I am actually going back to writing uh, an, uh, a story that I've had and I've written, a, you know, I've, I haven't written out like the full script yet, but I've, I'm almost finished with the, uh, the outline And I have a lot of dialogue actually included in that outline. So it's very, it would be very close to being done. And I think it would be much easier to do than almost anything I've ever written before. So I'm very excited to start working on that again. I just, it just popped into my head um, within the last day or two that I wanted to actually start to do that again. So... Was there anything else that I wanted to talk about? I don't think so. Uh, Here, right now, I'm going to play you the two clips that I have recorded previously. And then after that, I will talk to you all again for the end of the episode. So here are two things. Again, it's kind of science-y. And let's just remember, these were... These clips were recorded. They were recorded on the same day, not far after, not far apart from each other. But they were very much several weeks ago, a month or two ago. Uh, I don't quite remember when, but it was quite a while ago. Um, and you can kind of hear that from the quality of my voice and certain things that I sort of kind of reference. So yeah, just take that into account when listening to it. So here are those two clips. Um, I just had a few things that I wanted to sort of get off my chest lately. Let's see. Uh, I just, I don't know. I've just been in a a weird headspace lately where I've been wanting, I want to create content. It's just a matter of, I feel like I don't have time in my day because I'm trying to catch up on other things. And I, I think I need to start foregoing certain things in my life. Um, I actually had a, an issue late, uh, recently with, um, where I had to, to go to my bank 
which took up a few hours of my week because it it was a few days in a row. I had some suspicious activity on my bank account, and so I had to get that straightened out. And luckily, it appears that that's all taken care of now. Um, I had a few things on my mind over the last few weeks that I've been thinking, like, you know, oh, I want to I want to sort of get this out there and I want it to be so that, you know, uh, I just wanted to, to have all of these sorts of thoughts and, and I wish I would have written them down because it would have made for a much better, more fluid episode, but I didn't. The one thing that I know and um, where I work, I start pretty early in the day. I'm actually been starting a slight, like an hour later than normal. Um, but I do start pretty early in the day. And so I get to spend a pretty decent amount of my time not really interacting with people because I get there and I help open the department that I work in and not many people are around that early in the morning. And so I get to have a lot of time to think And what I do when I think is I think about, um, you know, upcoming, you know, guests and coordinating schedules for for shows and, um, you know, perhaps some some movie ideas or TV show ideas or just uh, web series ideas for for clock shelves. And, you know, of course, I do that standard thing that everybody does where, you know, there's a particular song that's in my head. So I'll sing that song and, um, you know rehashing conversations that I've had over analyzing them, um, thinking of ways that they could have gone better, thinking of things that I wish I had said to certain people at certain times. And then I'll randomly get some memories from, you know, 13 years ago, which then weighs heavy on my mind. And I'll have anxiety about that for a few hours and whatever. Um, but one of the things was, um, and it was just about life. It wasn't, it's, it's not how I'm feeling anymore. This was several weeks ago. Um, when I was going through, uh, a bit more of a depression, depressive, uh, state, I just, I was there and it was about, I'd say four thirty, five thirty in the morning. And I was just, I was doing my daily routine and I was just there, just doing, you know, doing my thing, um, looking at the at the lettuces and because and, I work in the produce department and, you know, I was looking at the lettuces and the carrots and all of that. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I could just throw all of this down right now, grab my stuff and just walk out. No one's around no one will they'll eventually question me on it, but I could just walk out right now and just never come back. And I wondered if other people ever feel that way in their jobs, not people that I work with, but just in general, do you ever just have a moment where you're just sitting there? And I know certain people that I am friends with like their jobs and I I don't dislike my job, but it's not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life or, you know, even for an extended period of time, uh, says the guy who's been there for seven years already. Um, but I just I wondered if people ever just get that feeling. And there's a there's a, a thing where um people there's this feeling 
where, and I'm going to look it up as I'm talking, but there's this, this feeling where people just, um, suddenly want to just jump over a bridge or something. And it's, there's no real explanation for it. Uh, but it's, I don't know, I'm trying to type as I'm talking, I'm sorry, everybody. Um, but it's just this weird feeling where people just get every so often. And, okay, um, here, I'll have a, I have a thing here from NBC News. Uh, that weird urge to jump off a bridge explained. There you are, and I'm going to read this. This is from NBC News, uh, Brian Alexander, March 2012. There you are driving across a bridge spanning a deep ravine when suddenly you sense an urge to drive off it, yet you've no desire to kill yourself. Believe it or not, this feeling now has a name. In a research study published last month, again, this is 2012, um, in the Journal of Affective Disorders, a team from Florida State University's psychology department explored this freaky feeling and dubbed it high place phenomenon. Quote, we were talking one day in a lab meeting and some of us had experienced it, recalled psychology doctoral student Jennifer Hames. Hames? Don't know. But when the lab searched the psychology uh, literature, they could find no mention of it. Quote, so we thought, what a great study, unquote. It could, they thought, shine light on one of Freud's ideas that some people have a death wish and that some suicides are purely impulsive, absent any sign of depression or even sadness. Hames and her colleagues surveyed 431 college students, asking them about urges to jump from high places and thoughts of suicide. They also assessed the students' level of depression and their sensitivity to anxiety. That doesn't mean how anxious they are. It means how sensitive they are to the physical effects— faster heartbeat, and shortness of breath that accompanies anxiety. Those physical sensations can themselves be interpreted as dangerous. About a third of the sample said they'd felt the urge to jump at least once. People who had thought of suicide were more likely to say yes, but over 50% of those who said they'd never considered suicide experienced the phenomenon too. When the results were correlated, the team arrived at the following admittedly somewhat speculative scenario. Imagine a person with high anxiety sensitivity. She leans over she leans over a ledge of the Grand Canyon. In super fast reaction to her physical sensation of anxiety, her survival instinct forces her away from the edge. Yet when she looks at the edge, she sees it sturdy. There was never any danger. Her brain tries to process an answer to the question, why did I back up if it was safe? A logical answer is that she must have been tempted to jump. In other words, Hames explained, people misinterpret the instinctual safety signal and conclude they must have felt an urge to leap. Hence the study's title, An Urge to Leap Affirms the Urge... I'm sorry. An Urge to Jump Affirms to to urge to live. I think it's supposed to be the urge to live. I don't know. Pauline Wallen, a psychologist in private practice in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania, thinks Hames might be onto something, but also suggests that we think about leaping from a high place for the same reason 13-year-old girls like going to Halloween haunted houses, for the thrill, and as practice, quote, for not buckling under to fear, unquote. 
Hames is now planning further research to find out if high place phenomenon holds up. One starting strategy might be, she said, to take a, brand, a bunch of students to the top of a high parking garage, have them lean over the edge, and measure their physical signs of anxiety. Presumably, extra credit will be given. Now, this is, again, from 2012. That's the end of the article. But I wonder if that's a thing that you just have. Because, like I said, I don't have it um, in terms of just, like, wanting to jump off a bridge. And I, I walk it when I walk to work, I walk near a bridge. I walk, you know, at a really high distance where it's kind of over like a, like a little mountain section. And I don't ever get the urge to like jump off of it or jump into the traffic that's, that's oncoming or anything like that. But sometimes I do have the desire to just throw everything down and just walk away and never come back. And it's not just at work, it's in my personal life and everything. And I know people like post things on like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram where it's like, I just want to get in the car and just drive. And I wonder if that's a similar situation where it's not so much a matter of the urge to live or the the fear of dying or anything like that. I wonder if it's just like a I mean, maybe it could just be, you know, more of the the quarter life crisis, you know, the mid 20s. I'm, I'm 27. I've talked about it before. 27, you know, is is where it's like, OK, you know, now it's you're not you're not a kid anymore and you're getting to be, you know, towards your 30s. And, you know, you got to figure out what you're going to do in life. Are you going to stay on the path that you're on or are you going to change it up and whatever. And I guess people have that sort of all throughout their twenties and sometimes even into their thirties. And I know people who still have it in their, you know, forties and fifties and sixties. Um, but so I wonder if, again, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm going to just quit my job. I'm not saying that I don't like my job. I'm not saying that I have the urge to jump off a bridge or commit suicide in any way. If any of you do, there are places um, that can help with that. There's all sorts of numbers and, and websites and everything else that you can contact. I know recently in the in the media, there's been a few um, celebrity deaths. Well, at least one in particular was um, via suicide and it's not a joking matter and I'm not making light of it. I'm just wondering if that sort of thing of the high place phenomenon is not just in terms of, um, suicide or, you know, wanting to die or anything like that. I just wonder if it's just like a thing that people sort of go through because I, I, I had, not the high place phenomenon thing, but I had just a thing recently where I was just like in the middle and I was just, it was, it was my daily routine. It was, it was no different than any other day. And I just randomly got this desire to just, excuse me. I just randomly got this desire to just stop, throw everything down, grab my stuff. And just actually, if I'm not mistaken at the time, cause I leave um, my phone and a few other personal things locked up in a locker in the back room. I didn't even really have the desire to turn and go get those things. I just had the desire to just throw everything down and just walk out. And I mean, again, I didn't do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, and I, I have no problem with my job, you know, but I 
just had this desire. And I was wondering if anyone else has ever gotten that sort of feeling when you're just, there's just nothing else going on, but suddenly this just urge just comes over you to just say, F it, and you're just done. And again, it wasn't like anything triggered this or, or anything like that. It was just a really weird feeling and I had it and I was just, just curious, I suppose. Um, so that was really one of the only main things that I, that I had that I wanted to, to sort of talk about. Cause it kind of, kind of played off of the, um, I guess the last time I did a solo episode where I was talking about the fact that I was, you know, a little depressed and I'm, I'm not feeling that way anymore. I'm actually in a really good place. I have some good friends that I've been talking with more and hanging out with more. And I'm, I'm trying to, to expand on creative projects. And I know I haven't been posting as many, like I said earlier, but you know, they're, they're going to be coming and I have ideas for new creative stuff that I'm going to be trying to do. It's just a matter of figuring out all those schedules. So make sure that you stay tuned uh, to all the clock shelves accounts for when that sort of thing gets announced. Um, so I was thinking about it, and I guess I should give you guys all an update on Freefall, the screenplay that I've had a few people read. Um, James signed up for it. We announced it last year. And, of course, the plan is still on to make the film. I'm sorry if there's traffic noises in the background. I opened the window. Um, but we still plan to make the film. Um, it's just a matter of I can't get people to actually read it right now. Close friends, I'm finding, are even having a difficult time reading it, but it is still the thing that I am pursuing in terms of um, a film production. I have a few shorts that I might plan to do to sort of get some things out there and, and put my name on some things just so that I have something so I'm not just diving in feet first. I still fully believe that I can or should try to not necessarily quote unquote work my way up in the industry quote unquote but uh yeah that's the goal is still free fall but for right now I'm gonna be taking a slight break from trying to promote it and getting people to read it constantly. I think I'm going to focus on some shorts. I'm going to focus on doing the podcasts and working on some other visual projects that I have in mind. Lately, I've been watching, not that I'm, and, and anyone who knows me knows that I'm not like a gamer. Gaming isn't really my thing. But um, I've been watching some Twitch streams of uh, my friend Pat, who has been on Lost with Friends a few times, and a friend of his, uh, and and I've kind of be, you know I've become sort of friendly with that guy as well, and um, I'm honestly I've been talking with a few people about potentially doing something on Twitch. I'm not 100% sure what it's going to be just yet, but I think I may use it as almost an altern, uh, alternate, alternate alternative to YouTube, whereas some people 
you know, produce videos and, and things like that. And then they upload them to YouTube. I think I might do something similar with Twitch, do some live streams on Twitch. So don't be surprised if in a few weeks I announce maybe a live Paul and all on Twitch. Um, would any of you be interested in watching stuff like that. I have some other ideas for some visual shows, uh, maybe a, a video version of Paul and all, maybe a, some sort of, I don't want to give too much away, but some sort of video version of Lost with Friends. I have one specific idea for that, but I'm not going not gonna to talk about that too much. Um, in addition to the other podcasts that we, uh, we will... Uh, we are looking to launch, recording some pilots for that sort of stuff soon, and just things in general. Um, I'm trying to work on a few different things to try to promote and exp- expand the brand that is Clock Shelves. And I realize that one of the first things that I have to do is get back into posting regularly. Um, Even if it's not a set time of the day, it's a set day in particular. I have the schedule up on the social media accounts, and I understand that I haven't followed that schedule in quite a bit because Lost with Friends has been a bit behind, and sometimes Wrestling Renegades doesn't come out until Saturday. Um, I've been been trying to be pretty consistent with Paul and all, uh, to the point where I'm recording this one down to the wire, only because I felt that I didn't have that much to talk about. I thought I did, and of course I wasted that within the first, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. And it's to the point where I'm not that much further in, and I I feel, because I have, the problem is, I have so much that I want to tell you all, but I don't want to say too many things and then have them not come to fruition. Uh, if I had more stuff, like I have, I, I'm constantly coming up with ideas. Like I said before, sometimes when I'm just there by myself at work or just sitting by myself at home or whatever, I will, or, you know, doing anything, walking to work, I will come up with these ideas for all sorts of stuff that I could do. It's just a matter of, uh, I feel like, and it's funny because when I, when I spoke, uh, when I've thought about, uh, in terms of like film and television production for a while, I often thought that I had the worst form of media. I, I always joked that I picked the worst form of media because I needed something that required other people. And now I've chosen podcasting, not to be my primary form, but for right now, it is basically my primary form of media. And it also requires other people and schedules don't always sync up and things like that. So things get delayed and I feel like I need to start doing more things where it's just me. Maybe I'll get back. I need to get back into writing more in general. And uh, I think maybe that that might be the thing that I need to, to focus on the most in addition to wanting to do all of these podcast series. I feel I need to get back into writing things in particular. One of the, the main things I put out a... a a question not to do with, with writing, but I put out a question of, uh, you know, what are some clock shelves related things that people would like to know? 
And one of the big responses, despite the fact that I said, not this thing, one of the big responses I got was people want to know where the name came from. And uh, I'm keeping that one pretty close to the vest because as you'll find out, not all of my stories have big, uh, meaningful, they're, 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 they're very much a letdown. You know, I can't, I've said it before, uh, you know, I, I can't live up the expectation. Uh, the reality does not, the delivery does not live up to the expectation and the buildup and the origin of the clock shelves name, I think should remain more of a mystery. Um, I do have a plan for when I would like to reveal that, but again, that's something that I don't want. You know what? Screw it. I'll say it. One of the goals that I have for this, the end, by the end of this year in particular, I had a few, one of them was making the movie. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. Unfortunately, this year, But one of the goals that I have is I would love to do a live in-person show, some live podcast, maybe show, maybe have uh, some some sort of live entertainment. Maybe if I've made some shorts, um, put them up on a on a screen and sort of have like a viewing party and some some live all sorts of different stuff, not live streams, but just like a live um, event sort of thing and have some special guests maybe and all that. And it, would anybody be interested in that? I, I find it's unfortunate, but I find that a lot of my, uh, local friends and family don't necessarily pay that much attention as some of my, uh, you know, friends from around the country or around the globe, uh, whether they be losty friends or people that I've met, um, elsewhere online or anything like that. Um, but I do, I do find that a lot of people like to pay attention and I appreciate that. Uh, I wish that I had more local support. I'm not taking anything away from the, the support that I have. I do wish I had a little more local support, but that is one of the, the things that I'm trying to work on. So I need to figure out a way to, to sort of build that as well. Wow. I, um, I talked about way more in that last thing, um, than I thought I did. Uh, I just listened back to it now and, uh, wow, I let way more slip than I think I intended to, but I guess it's there now. It's out there. There's certain things that I have planned. There's actually a lot more that I haven't talked about and that I was trying to dance around, uh, when it, came to certain things that I was saying and even now certain things that I'm trying to not say. Uh, but yes, so right now, um, especially after the conversation that I had with Zach a few weeks ago, which I think was supposed to be right around when this episode, when, when that originally was supposed to come out. Um, but I, you know, I talked with him about things and, and I don't want to say that I'm I'm not canceling free fall. I'm, I'm just slightly putting it on the back burner. The script is there. It's ready to go. Literally. I just need people to be in it. That's all I need. I just need people to be in it. Um, so there's that, but there is something I said in the, in that clip about wanting to be able to get back into writing more and because of doing these podcasts and things like that, I, I, 
came back to an idea that I've had for a while. I, I said it at the beginning before I put those clips in. I came back to an idea that I've had for quite a while. I've, I have a good portion of it written out. And now it's just, I think it's just time that I need to finish writing it. I need to finish, uh, I need to get it onto the page and I need to make it happen because it could be even easier to make than free fall. It could be one of the easiest things I could ever make. It's just a matter of actually doing it. So there is that. Um, and I'm very excited to where things are going to go. So yeah, let me know, uh, if you're interested in any of the things that I talked about in this episode, cause I, apparently I talked about quite a lot. I just listened back to the whole thing and I listened, or I talked about way more than I thought that I actually, um, did. So yeah, let me know if you're interested in any of those things. Um, let me know how you're liking these podcasts is Paul and all going downhill is, you know, um, are you missing lost with friends? Even though I've, I'm trying to get back on a better schedule with those. And it's funny because I think in the, in the clip, I said something about recording this down to the wire. And that's still the case with, the, you know, all these weeks later when I'm finally actually doing the end of this episode, um, still the case with, uh, with this, uh, recording it and finishing it up down to the wire. I'm probably going to post this right before I go to bed for the night. So, um, yeah, I would like to thank you all for listening, for your continued support. As I said at the towards the beginning of the episode, I can never fully put into words what it means to me. I am I'm just I'm so grateful for every single person who's ever clicked, ever shared, ever liked, ever been on the shows. And even for the people who've said no because it just makes me want to, even though it kills my self-esteem and it kills my self-doubt, it makes me want to be better because I, you know, I feel I need to, I, part of it, it makes me feel like I still need to prove something. And I know that people saying no has nothing to, some of it has nothing to do with me. Um, I feel like I still need to prove something and hopefully you don't take this episode as the thing, the make or break, because I am, I got to be honest, I'm not that big a fan of some of these solo ones because I feel like I don't have things to tell. I do have things to tell, but I just feel like when I tell like some of these stories, it needs to be with at least one other person to kind of play off of that. So yeah, I will try to be better next week. Um, the fear of jumping, I guess, sort of thing, which I guess could kind of sum up the whole thing of this episode. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're not already, make sure you follow clock shelves on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, that's at clock shelves. That's C L O C K S H E L V E S. Once again, thank you all for listening. I am more appreciative than you'll ever know. And now I'm just rambling. So, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Uh, still, year and a half in. No way to finish this. I feel like I should have like some sort of like radio sign-off. Like, you know, th- 
I'm mostly I can't say I'm listening because that was the that was Fraser's thing, um, and I don't have like call letters. So what do I? I don't know. Thank you for listening. That's it. And uh, outro music is gonna play now. And yeah, bye. <laughs>